Hello, I am Tracy Hitchings. My guest today is Dave Green, Talking Frog from Manchester in the UK. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a good night to you wherever you are across the globe. I am transmitting from the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia, and you have tuned into Tracy's Frog World. I've just watched the light go down into the night out of my window about an hour or so ago and I've got my evening cocoa now and my guest I'm sure will have his morning coffee no actually I think it'll be tea he's English and he's just zoomed in from England UK Manchester so Dave Green a really very warm welcome to my chat show how are you going there I'm fine, Tracy, and how are you? I'm great. Now, we've had a couple of tech issues. It's been a bit of fun, hasn't it? We're thinking it's... We'll get there eventually. (laughs) We'll get there eventually. We think we found it out, so we're going to give this a great go. Now, Dave, I um, just wondered what it's like there this morning in Manchester. Has it it got any less grey since we started? (laughs) No, Uh, it's a grey... Still grey. It's a grey, miserly morning, and... uh, But it's not cold. So, Dave, I understand you've been into prog from a very early age. You're from Manchester, as we know, now, now established, and in the UK. And for the last five years since discovering a local underground music scene, you've been relentlessly travelling up and down the length and breadth of the UK, attending underground shows. Your favourite band is Kane. You started a Facebook page for a local prog band called uh, Twisted Illusion. And um, that was, I believe, after meeting Matt Jones at the Kane gig in 2216. I thought I got that right. And, um, and mm-hmm. as, am I right by saying you're a joiner by trade? Yeah. Yes, excellent. I'm on furlough at the moment, but uh, I'm raring to go when they want me back. Yeah. But where did it all start for you, Dave, the prog music? You said you were very young. So where were you? Where was it? What did you hear? Uh, yeah, it was at home, uh, the usual stuff, Pink Floyd, Genesis, uh, King Crimson, stuff like that, you know. Uh, first albums I bought really in the prog genre were probably Dark Side of the Moon and yeah. Foxtrot, Genesis, Wind and Wuthering, albums like that, you know. So I've always liked that kind of thing. I love the heavy metal stuff. I like all kinds of music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But prog and traditional heavy metal are my main yes. loves. And um, so that's where it started for you. What sort of age would you say you were? 11, 12. I've always lived in South Manchester, a place called Tisbury. I've lived a couple of miles down the road for seven years in the 80s, but I've never gone far away. You've never gone far away. So so you're a real Manchester man. (laughs) That's me, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I love, I I used to go up to Huddersfield and I used to drive all the way along to Manchester and go around and come down the Pennines. I love that area. You know, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, so swiftly moving on. Uh, so you've relentlessly travelled up and down, as I said before, the length and the breadth of the UK attending underground shows. So yeah. first of all, for anybody out there listening to this that may not have heard um, much about this music before, when you say underground shows, would you like to explain what you mean by that? Yeah, so uh, it's all the artists who... A lot of them are self-funding. They sell the stuff on platforms like Bandcamp. 
they play the small venues. We're very lucky in Manchester that we've got a lot of small underground venues. A lot of them are closing down. A lot of bands are packing in. Uh, this oh. pandemic is causing oh. all sorts of grief for them all. Yeah. A lot of them are self-employed, so have no work. Uh, we've got a local metal community, a rock and metal community that are trying to put gigs on, but they're just not the same socially distanced. No. And they're stopped from midnight on Thursday with this tier three lockdown thing coming in. Oh. So uh, it's an uphill struggle for them all. Yeah. Uh, I discovered it in 2015. I used to listen to our local rock station yeah. while I was cooking the tea when I came home from work. And every night at a certain time, they'd say, here's a local band, here's a local band. And they were all pretty much a muchness. Then one day, I'd got used to it going, yeah, 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 whatever. And then one day, I heard a band called Bigfoot. Ah, right, yeah. And it yeah. went click straight away. Yeah. So... After my tea, I researched them. I found out they were playing in Manchester in the next couple of weeks. I went along totally blown away by it. Yes. Uh, at the same time, I discovered Kane online. Right. And they were right up my street, just yeah. like the old No Wobbin bands. So they call oh. themselves the new wave of tradition of heavy metal now. They yes. came to Bolton in 2016. So I got on the train and I went. <laughs> they went on first. Uh and the headline band that night were a band called Twisted Illusion. And because right. I had to get my train home, I didn't get to see them. But I did briefly meet Matt Jones because he was he was probably responsible for bringing Kane to Bolton. And uh, we both, we nodded at each other, stood at the front watching yeah. Kane. Yeah. Uh, he was admiring their bass player, I could tell straight away. <laughs> uh, anyway, I had to dash after that. And the next morning I went online and listened to Twisted Illusion's debut album and bought a digital copy straight away. Right. And then within a couple of weeks, I'd got on the train and gone to Liverpool to see them, and that was the start. That was 2016, was it? That was 2016. Yeah. And in October 2016, they played a headline show at the now defunct Ruby Lounge in Manchester. That's another of the venues that's closed. Oh, and uh, yeah. anyway... Since then, me and Matt have become firm friends. They're a British heavy metal band, aren't they? Not, and I, yeah, I, they're from Essex, East Anglia area. Oh, really? Okay, so ah, so they're not Manchester. Thank you for that. Now, I've been listening to Heaven's Abandonment from the album. I love that. And do you know what it did, um, Dave? It teleported That's actually me. from A Crisis of Faith. Oh, there, oh, right. Oh, was it from A Crisis of Faith? Right, have I got yeah, that Yeah, it's the first track on A Crisis of Faith. <laughs> Why have I got Don't it worry. As, um Yes, I've made a mistake there. So I've been listening <laughs> to Heaven's Abandonment from A Crisis of Faith, not Forged Beautiful. the Steel. Forged the Steel. But, um, Reforged the Steel is the latest album. But, you know, as I was saying before, it, it teleported me back to a hostillery I used to frequent in East London somewhere in my 20s which was called The Green Man. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. And this mm-hmm. was a serious headbanging place. Everybody in there was all kitted out in their heavy metal gear. The hair was down to everybody's bums, men and women, okay? <laughs> and I was one of them there doing the turning of the head thing and the hair rolling in the wind. And uh, I had to give it up because I suffered from toticollis in the neck, but, uh, and I didn't okay. know how to do it professionally enough. But this track took me back there. What I liked about the track particularly, it's, it's got that unassuming start. It's got that lovely start. And then it goes in there. And the chorus is rather reminiscent of um, a particular song that you used to have to pay a fiver for if you played it in London. 
<laughs> it reminds me of a Led Zeppelin oh. song anyway. So I won't, oh, right. say okay. I won't say what, so I'll okay. see if anybody comes up with that. But it's a great track. So again, can you put straight what I listened to? It was um, Heaven's Abandonment from the That's right, album yeah. from the album a crisis of faith right yeah because i got it up online so um and i i just mm-hmm. loved it it really brought that back so thank you for that you brought that for to me so uh Great. It, brilliant it, it is it is indeed so twisted illusion right as i was just saying i met matt jones at a cane show long cut a long story short we ended up firm friends after i saw the headline show in october of 2016 at the Ruby Lounge in Manchester. Yeah. Uh, we met up, went for drinks, went to gigs. And it was at one of these gigs one night in Manchester. I think it was at Rebellion. I said, why don't you have a fans page? And he laughed and said, start one if you want. And I said, right, I will. So it started as a bit of a laugh. But it caught on. Uh, and it caught on to such an extent that maybe a year later... They've used it as their official fan page now. I'm very proud of that. Uh, and he sells his CDs, his merch, his, uh, he's written books. He's done all sorts. Wow. It's all there uh, and basically uses my, our page to connect with the fans. We've got over 400 members. It's a, it's a private group. It's his way of getting them to everyone. But as we're talking about the algorithm of Facebook, I created this group, and I sometimes don't even get notifications. Now, every time Facebook mm. updates, it gets mm. worse and worse. Mm. Uh, so, it's an, like I say, it's a never-ending struggle. Matt is self-employed. Yeah. He's got no income at all at the moment, mm. apart from selling merch and stuff. Uh, another thing he's doing is, from three months ago, he's decided he's going to... He's used his Patreon page... I don't know if you're familiar with Patreon. If not, I'll explain about that later on. But uh, he's used his Patreon page and the contributions to buy new stuff so he can create music at home. In what we're in now, November, October. So in September, he created an album in two days at home. Oh, my God. Released it digitally on Bandcamp. Wow. He did another one in the first weekend of October, and there's another one due out, and I think it's the 6th of November. He's doing six. They're digitally available on twistedillusion.bandcamp.com. You can buy them on the first Friday of every month, I think it is. And when the six are completed, he's going to put them onto physical CDs and sell them as a box set. Mm. This is helping him keep his head above water, basically. A lot of artists are doing online streams and things like that. That is what it's become, isn't it? I mean, I've been having these conversations virtually with everybody coming on here from Kev Rowling to my uh, my mate Marion Cairns, who's left Australia Mm -hmm. now living in Guernsey in the British Isles. And it's what it's become, isn't it? And and it's great that that we have this. But when you've not studied this stuff or it's all so new... Yes, we can get our stuff out there. Yes, we can publish our stuff. But getting the understanding of how it, the whole thing works and the way to go about it is is the big faux pas, isn't it? You know, we've got it here, but yeah. it's the big faux pas. And uh, it's like we need exactly. to be masters, and, masters of social media. And uh, so I'm going as I've, been, as I've been doing it. Yes, and, and that's uh, fantastic uh, that you are. That, that's fantastic that you're helping and... You know, but Facebook phone. aren't doing anything to help. No. They, they just want bands to pay for adverts yeah. and stuff. And when they pay for adverts, they, Facebook don't see that it gets to the right type of people. Yeah. So you're just paying for numbers, basically, not 
people that you actually want to connect with are, are actually interested yeah. in what you're doing, you know. Like um, other bands as well as doing social media, do they also... Um, the uh, bands have their own email. Are you putting this down to just Facebook? Are you putting it down to the times that we're in? Is it is it a combination? Uh, it, it's mainly, mainly social media. I watched yeah. um, a documentary the other day on Netflix. Yes. Uh, it's called called the social... I can't remember exactly what it's called. I've that's immaterial yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think it's but a social is, dilemma or something All like the that, people... That's right, that's right, Tracy. Yeah. Uh, and all the people on there were ex-employees of these, of Twitter, of Google, of mm. YouTube, of Facebook. Yeah. They never actually said why they left, but they were feeling guilty about how they were conning people and mm. guiding them to, as to what they're seeing. I mean... You can actually, I use Facebook. If I want to see something, I search for it and look for it. So it's there. They can't stop you seeing it, but they can limit the notification. Yeah. Every share, every comment helps. Mm. That's why I interact with your stuff. I've been a fan of yours for ages. Oh, I, uh, I know you've been out there. And I, I noticed, Thank you. <laughs> I noticed you, um, you stepped this up last week by putting more adverts for the, uh, who was it last week? Was it Jackson Prab last week? Yes. I know. I noticed there were more adverts on Facebook, and I saw more of them. That's what you need to do. But you know, I think we're all in this together, really, aren't we? We're all learning something new here, and it, and it is great. That's right. And it, and it can be frustrating. And there's no guarantees. But well, and, and when it feels like that, I'm sure you know. And also with what you're telling me, it, it, it's obviously very pressurising, and sometimes it must feel a bit demoralising. But the fact that we have got this communication and that we can get things and go and hear podcasts, or you know, mm-hmm. we can have something, uh, you know, where we can give some support of, in some way, and that's why I'm doing this. It's, and now I'm actually speaking to you face to face for the first time in all these years since that. That's support. right. And that is something very precious and really important. And it's going to go out to these mm-hmm. different people. It's going to grow. And um, in time, it will take time because of all the things that we, we've just discussed. It's fantastic, but it's got its double-edged. And you've just got to never give up. <laughs> Keep positive because if, you know, it, things break through. And, and I think also helping each other, doing things that we can possibly do for each other. What I can do for you is I can have you on here. You know, all these things help for people out there to make their choices. And that's what I think yeah, is important, uh, people making their choices. Uh, it's particularly poignant at the moment, though, during this pandemic, because mm-hmm. people are struggling with their mental health. I'm lucky I don't, uh, but people do. Mm-hmm. And when they're told they can't have any support from the government, you know, they, they, it's just it's just another nail in the proverbial coffin. It's just... Yeah. Ridiculous, and if, if it doesn't, if the if the government don't fund the arts better, there's no end in sight of this at the moment. It's, there's another it six months. Yeah, it, it, it in, in England, you can't like, let people in your house. I know. It's, venues so, are being shut. It's just unbelievable. It's making people sicker that wouldn't have been sick otherwise. It's that's it's right. Yeah, yeah. All sorts of illness and disease, and that wouldn't have been otherwise. And yeah. it, it's just yeah. been totally mismanaged mishandled and well it's an opinion and I know not everybody shares that so I do appreciate everybody out there has their opinion this is how you're feeling I'm sure that you're probably representing so many people that are living in where you live as across the globe yeah 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 so yeah uh, this is my 201st day sat at home on furlough 
getting 80 percent of wages off the government furlough i have not yeah yeah and obviously you put it together you you would have if you lived in england (laughs) (laughs) is it is it is it a manchester thing is it a north of england northwest of england thing no it's it's a government scheme that was thought up in march and to try and stop companies going bust it's been it's been abused to be fair a lot of companies I, i mean i don't blame them I mean, I'm okay. I'm get, I'm sat at home getting eighty percent of my wages. Uh, this scheme ends next week, end of next week, October the thirty first. Uh, so I find out then whether they want to make me redundant. They want to bring me back to work. They want. There's the new yeah. job retention scheme starting in November, which allows you to receive more help off the government if your company will keep you on and let you work. For, at least a third of your hours. So for me, that'd be 13 hours. Yes, yes. Uh, And then the government will pay two thirds of the rest that you don't work. Mm. That's fine, but they've set it for six months. Mm. It might not be needed for six months. It's just lazy. They could review it every month uh, because companies will take advantage of it. I'm sat at home, my company, okay, it's keeping them afloat. That's fine. Yes. I'd have done the same. Yes. Uh, You can't, it's the rules. You can't blame them for flaunting the rules. Uh, and if I come out of this at the other end alive, well, I'm still employed, I'll be perfectly happy. Yeah, to keep your employment, you were saying, you know, that's right, yeah. For the next five years, just the way you're feeling at the moment, just to yeah. stay employed. And the other thing you said that uh, or mentioned was to stay healthy in these times is obviously in good check, even though it's been yeah. challenged. But I don't have a problem like that. Yeah. What I have my own routine, I get up in the morning. Yeah. At seven o'clock, yeah. I'll plan my day. Uh, I love books. I love music. Because I suffer from rheumatism and bouts of sciatica, I need to go for a walk. Yeah. I go for at least five kilometre walk every day. I've done ten. I've done twelve. I've done eight. As long as I get five in, that's fine. I've walked over thirteen hundred kilometres in this pandemic so far. Yeah. I love films. Mm. I like to drink. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. The thing I'm Consciously done is not such a drink till seven, eight o'clock at night and don't have any more than four. I'll drink lager, I'll drink real ales, I'll drink. It's my way of relaxing. I'll put some music on, have a drink, watch a film, uh, listen to podcasts, especially yours. I've devoured books, TV shows. I like to discover new music online. Uh, I'll listen to anything. I love all genres of music. I don't have a problem at all with it. Yeah. I, could, I could do it for the rest of my life, but I don't want to. I still want my job back because yes. I've worked all my life, basically. Yeah. Tell me a bit about your job as a joiner. I, I know it's to do with building trade, but what exactly does a joiner do? Uh, so I work on a bench and I make stuff that gets taken out and fitted into shops, banks, all sorts of different businesses. Uh, I basically stay in the workshop and manufacture the stuff and we have our own people who take it out, fit it, done that all my life it's it's a living it's a trade well when there's been uh, recessions we always seem to be the first out of work and the last back in so uh, you can see why how important it is to want to keep a job you know yeah indeed so, so so if you if you were to give um any advice to anybody out there at all given your years of loving music and uh you know all that you know that everyone's going through, we know what that is. If you could give anybody any advice, given what you said with your own good getting up challenges every day, making sure you plan your day, what would you say to anybody out there who is going through a really difficult time with this? I would say, don't lie in bed all day. Set yourself a time and get up. 
don't stay up all night. No. Go to bed at a certain time. Get six, seven, eight hours of sleep. You know yourself how much you need. I mean, if you've got no interest, I would imagine this would be a problem. I've got loads. I could do this forever. It's yeah. not a problem yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, but I understand how it is for some other people. And if people have mental health issues, yeah. this isn't going to make it any better, this situation no. that we're all in at the moment. Basically, routine is the key for me. It, it yeah. doesn't have to be the same thing every day, but just do something. Keep active, keep your mind active, keep your body active. active. So keeping the mind really active and making sure each day, no matter how tough yeah. sometimes, just, just setting a routine and getting used to it. Well, it's easy for me to say I'm getting paid and my bills are getting paid. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I mean, I understand how it's protecting people, but I can't yeah. imagine what it'd be like. I might find out in a few weeks. Yeah. Hopefully not. You know, on you saying that, it brings a realisation to, to how, you know, and we, we don't want to be on a dark note here, but some people are really suffering um, in this Muppet show Um Mm-hmm. forced into I agree with you what you call it yeah that people are having this really bad bad flu called COVID-19 and that it you know it, it's out there there's flus out there every year but the way that this has been handled I mean I'm married to a, a medical doctor so and I, I know a lot mm-hmm. of people in the medical industry and I know a lot of people in all different industries of health and healing it's been something very close to me all my life and speaking to people that are specialists in their field that don't have a um, vested interest when you hear those people right. speak it's very interesting the narrative changes quite a bit and it's mm-hmm. just like you know this is something that we're going through globally and uh, we've just got to know that it there will be an end so hold in there to anybody just drink plenty yeah. of fresh water and say positive things in your head and try and get the best food you can. You know, uh, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know how it is because I'm not over there. I, I have to be honest and um, that I'm in a fortunate situation because where I am in the gold coast, we haven't had them clamping down on us to the, the degree that it's happening okay. over there. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it's, you know, praying that it's not around the corner i'm praying that it will be over before that happens the but thing like, i object to is that we're being lied to i think my best friend is that my best friend is a retired nurse and we've been reading stuff saying the beds are all being taken up in hospitals you know we need to shut you down so that it doesn't get overcrowded and she told me only last week that she'd spoken to a friend and said we've got plenty of beds it's absolute rubbish so you don't know who to believe or what you know and, it, that's the uh, and the that's guy, the guy from Sydney the other week was saying the same thing. He, I know they've had the borders shut early, yeah. but he said he'd seen one Australian case of COVID on your show the other week. Yeah, um, it's unbelievable. Look, we've just been and that conflicts what you read. Yeah, well, we've just been watching Sky TV in Australia. That's a proper mm-hmm. channel, you know, Sky TV. We watched the Alan Jones show, and I don't know if you ever can catch up with that. Well, that is giving you the truth right down the line. We watched that and think, mm-hmm. here it is. Why isn't that been taken down? Because everything on social media is taken down. That they yeah. tried to come out with the, the 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 optional narrative. Let's say that so people have got a choice and can also start to make up their own minds and ask the questions that they would ask. We're being prevented from asking questions because everything's taken down. So it's most unfortunate. But again, I'm not here dictating to say what people should think because we all have our views and we all do the research that we do and I certainly love doing research on this stuff and I'm, I'm not into um conspiracy theory or anything like that uh, no me I, I want to get through that you know we all want to get through to the truth and we're not going to get quite to the truth but we know the narrative we've been given is certainly uh, over dodgy 
and quite clear. Mm -hmm. Do you think the public there are starting to sort of um, feel that is that is that you and a few of your friends, or do you feel it's a bit wider than that, but they just can't be heard, or is? Uh, yeah, uh, at the moment, the mayor of Manchester has been in talks with the government about if you want to shut us down and put us into tier three, then give us X amount of money. Uh, and the mayor of Manchester has been the first one to stand up against the government. Mm. And they, they were set a noon deadline yesterday, yeah. and the government, the deadline passed without anything happening, basically. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be put into tier three anyhow. And uh, they, they didn't give us the support that we wanted. Uh, uh, they claim it's still on the table. I don't watch the news so much, but when it's when it's local, I do yeah. check up and yeah. read about it. Yeah. And so I don't know what's happened today, if anything. But it won't affect me. Let's put it that way, because I haven't I haven't used a pub since March. I've not been in a pub since March because right. we have to do track and trace. I can't afford to be isolating for two weeks. Yeah. I need to go for a walk for my health. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do my shopping. I live yeah. alone. Yeah, the army will be on the streets soon. There'll be riots. There's definitely going to be riots. Well, let's pray that there isn't, and that but you know maybe if this can yeah, reach out to people, don't go into any of those situations. You're better off actually right. staying at home because. It, well, that's what I'm going to do. So if there's anything flying about, it won't be hitting me. That, that's kind of really what it's creating. It's creating people to get so so incensed that that's what you end up with. And they already know yeah. that from past history. So going back to yourself and the help that you've been able to give to bands. So you've had, you're obviously going back to your favourite band, Clang, and also Twisted Illusion. How many other bands have you managed to give any support to in any way, just by seeing them and um, being a fan of... Through knowing Matt and Twisted Illusion, uh, we have these shows where you get four or five bands playing for half an hour, 45 minutes in a night. I've met some great people, uh, seen some great bands. We'd be here all day if I listed them all. <laughs> uh, but I've, I, I've got lots of musician friends now, just in this last five years through meeting people. Uh, I've been up as far as Glasgow and Edinburgh and down as far as Hastings and... Oh, Eastwards to Norwich and Ipswich and Chelmsford and places like that. Or five bands playing for half an hour, 45 minutes in a night. I've just, in this last five years, through meeting people. Uh, I've been up as far as Glasgow and Edinburgh and down as far as Hastings and oh, Eastwards to Norwich and Ipswich and Chelmsford and places like that. Uh, there's some great bands in Scotland, uh, Newcastle, uh, it's it's endless. We keep banging on about this. You need Tell to find about, it. You need to discover about, it. Tell us about one of your favourite gigs in Scotland. What did you see in Scotland? I went up to Edinburgh and Glasgow yeah. in the last year. Uh, band in Scotland, they're from Livingston, I think, but they basically did. Right. And I saw those play in Bannermans in Edinburgh because some friends of mine from the northeast, a band called Culloden, they got onto the bill three weeks before it happened. So I had to scramble around for a hotel room and a cheap train ticket. And we had a fantastic night. What can I say? That Ivory Blacks in Glasgow is one of the best 
Glenn Hughes I've ever been to. It's so well run. Everything on time. Really? Really? Just couldn't fault it. Been. It's unusual nowadays. Everything overruns. Uh, I, I arrived there five minutes before the first band and there was nothing happening. I thought, this is going to be an hour off. It started on time. I think it overran by about eight minutes, something like that, <laughs> coming in now. Uh, which is rare and I can't commend them enough. And I've spoke to people since that have been to Ivory Blacks and yeah. everyone has nothing bad to say about it. Fantastic really? venue. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, visually inside, what's it like? Is it like a typical rock gig? Or is it, 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 yeah. No, it, it's, it's dark. There's a, yeah. there's a bar on the right, there's tables at the back, there's standing room at the front. As you know, Trace, in these places... It, they get scruffy, they've got sticky carpets and things oh, like that. Oh, you've got to go, you've got to play dives. <laughs> this is part of the fun, isn't it? But when they're well run, the drinks are reasonably priced yeah. and things like that. You know, it, it's all part of the experience. I, yeah. I've spent so much time this last five years in hotel rooms and scrambling around for cheap train fares. And yeah. uh, when I go down south to see Kane, I quite often travel round trip of 500 miles for a 30 minute set. Wow. But there's other bands. Wow. There's other bands. You work hard on what you do and your, you know, prize yourself is doing this travelling and seeing the music that you love. And it's actually, I'm so missing it now. Yeah. Oh, I bet. You know, when we're all out of this and we've come back to a sense of normality, to pick up about that again will be the greatest holiday in life, won't it? When it, um, That's right. It all just normalises back. And if everybody just imagines that it, when it does, because it will do, everything does, everything comes to its That's right. It will, but it'll have to eventually, yeah. Yeah, and it's going to feel so liberating and fantastic, you know. I went anywhere of note, it was March the 7th, and I, this was just before lockdown, and I went to London to see Kane open an all-day event in aid of uh, Clive Bird, the ex-Iron Maiden drummer that died. Oh, yes. Uh, and Kane, Kane opened that show, and it, there was like five, six bands on, culminating in Blaze Bailey playing Iron Maiden yeah. tunes. yeah. Uh, and that was March the 7th. And you could see what was going to happen then because the streets were getting deserted then. And I dodged a bullet, really, because I got back and I was fine. It was when the, all the pictures from the tube trains were... Before masks were introduced and all that, you know. That was the last time I went away for the weekend. Yeah. It's, what, seven months now? Yeah. And I've got nothing planned, obviously. Bands have got gigs getting booked, but they keep getting cancelled. Yeah. And I, I, to be honest with you, I don't want to go to a gig where you can't stand up, you can't go near anybody, oh, you know, you've got to wear a mask to get there and oh, can't yeah. take it up till you get in. I don't want to sit at a table and watch, I want to stand up yeah. and stand at the front. But I'm not actually interested in going again until things get back to normal. It's this restricting and this type of um, perverse control. You know, we understand that when one is sick, you stay at home. We also understand yeah. that this um, coronavirus doesn't always necessarily show up. But anyway, like you say, let's um, swing that back around. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you, so how far south have you, how far south have you gone to actually listen to a band? Uh, I'd probably say Southampton, Hastings. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I spent a weekend in Hastings in 2017 at a festival. And it was a two-day festival. And both Twisted Illusion and Kane played on that. And mm. Twisted Illusion headlined the first night. That was in 2017. And flip side of the coin, I spent one night in Southampton. So I travelled 250 miles, put myself into a B&B, 
And I saw Kane play for 30 minutes at a venue called The Firehouse in Southampton. But there's loads of other bands as well. Oh, yeah, The Firehouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I but, don't know whether that's a place where I've played or not, but I know, I'm trying to think of the place I've played. Oh, it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah. I believe there's one called the 1864 in Southampton yeah. as well. Is that right? Um, oh, is it in Southampton? Is that one in Southampton? I know Landmark have got a gig coming up there soon in Southampton. Really? Yeah, next year sometime. But I wouldn't even dream about thinking about, because I don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. So until we know clear, I'll, I'll try and go if I can, but... I was just sorry I never got to see you. You were with, what, best part of 20 years? I first said you in, I didn't know who you were then, probably 91 when you did the Ignorance to Ecstasy thing with Clive. Oh, right, yes. You know, and you a know friend that. of mine had that. That's when I first said you. And then I don't, I can't remember what year you exactly joined Landmark, but oh, I remember hearing Science of Coincidence. Yes, that's right. That was our first studio album. And Late the, 90s, was it? The, the thing the thing that gets me confused about that is because I, when I first joined Landmark, I, um, or tried to, uh, as I was saying to Kev, I was contractually not allowed to. Uh, um, so, I, so I joined them, but I said, oh, sorry, guys, I'm not allowed to because um, it was SI music. So it was a few mm-hmm. years later. They said da- Damien came in and... Um, took like Demian Wilson. So I've seen I've seen the videos. I was watching stuff on YouTube. When you asked me to do this, yeah. the day before I'd been watching some footage from Holland. Yes. On YouTube. Yeah. Oh, Border right. Asia, okay. whatever you call it. Ah. Is that at the um is that Zutomir? Uh is that in Zutomir? Quite possible. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's still loads of stuff on there. I do re- I do revisit and watch every so yeah. often. But you're you're but, out there. Uh, You've been one of the fans of the music for years, and and yeah, see yeah. your name come up and go and go, goodbye, you know. And then I yeah. don't go on social yeah. media for a long time. But now I have to be on social media, so I'll start getting. Well, that's right. A lot of musicians are on there just for the music because they have to be, uh, and that's the sad state that we're in at the moment. But that's okay. Can I ask you a question now? Of course. When are we going to see a Tracy Hitchings album? <laughs> right. Okay. I know you've got at least one song ready. I got more than one. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, I can imagine. I, I know somebody was talking about what, one of my songs and they made it sound like I've got one song, so it's quite funny, that. But, um, mm. no, I've got a handful, more than a handful of songs. I've got a load of songs, but a handful that I know that I feel, feel are really good and that stand that should stand up to anything else I've got out there. They're ready to go, OK? One or two of them have just got to be mastered, that's all. And okay. my issue is, is letting them out there with mm. all the reasons you've just given. They'd get lost if I just let them out there. So yeah. I need to build my platforms up and I need to understand a lot more. And I'm beginning to see with trying to do this that I need help. So, um, yeah, I've got to let them go at some point. It's ridiculous. I've had them for quite Are a Are you time. familiar with Bandcamp? I am familiar with it. I say I'm familiar. I know of it, but I've not used it. So it is, okay. um, yeah, um, something I think I should... Is there actually it's every... Baby, Bandcamp and... Uh, the uh, Bandcamp are actually waiving musicians' fees every first Friday of the month. At the moment. Really? So if you sell stuff on there and try and direct people to buy it on that day, then you get all the money for each. Oh, wow. That, that's, that's why Matt from Twisted Illusion is doing these six albums yeah. and they, they've got a trilogy ready to go and mix, mastered, ready to release on CD next year as well. Yeah. He's very prolific. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been talking a bit more about talking about this for ages, but it's quite funny when you're suddenly axed from something that you knew, because obviously I chose to I chose to leave England. I chose to, you know, 
know really that I probably wouldn't be working with Landmark again, but I didn't accept it, you know. But I yeah, yeah. there was the internet and we could do recordings over the internet, but practically mm. for live reasons. Um, mm. We're not exactly in the position where I could fly in and out every other week from uh, that's right, yeah. Trailer. So people are learning to work remotely, and it's not easy. Yeah, it, it's not easy when you've not done it before. So I've had to. That's right. I suppose like most people are going through now, I've had to sort of reinvent the wheel again because all the things I'm doing mm-hmm. used to be done by somebody else. I was better at it. There's a saying. Jack of all trades, but master of none. Say that <laughs> very loudly and clearly again. <laughs> Say it again. Jack of all trades, but master of none. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly you, you how I, I, I feel at this moment. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. it's really interesting. It's okay learning on a job, but when you're putting, like these live streams that we're seeing at the moment, when you're putting them out, a lot of them are free, but when you're putting them out and asking people to contribute, they've yeah. got to be right. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, and oh, as oh, you've oh. seen with my Wi Fi this morning, um, I can't trust my Wi-Fi because it, it, show, it shows all the bars there and then as soon as I turn it off and use mobile data, we're fine. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting what you were just saying about live streaming and, pe- and, and getting people to come on because uh, I've not, um, again, he, here we are talking about something that I've either seen and not quite cottoned on to. So you're live streaming mm-hmm. and ask, asking people to contribute. Talk about that a bit, please. That's really interesting. Okay. Uh, so a lot of bands have been, just for their own mental health, basically, going on streaming i have a friend kim she's a great singer uh, she does sunday afternoons and she goes on for an hour talks to the fans play some songs on a guitar they're free but other people have been doing i've seen a band in sweden get an empty venue and play in there without a crowd and stream it live that was free i've seen other people charging i've tended to stay away from the charged ones because i don't know if i'll be able to see them when they happen because of my wi-fi on the other end of the scale is people have been doing Zoom stuff. Uh, and the one I'd like to draw your attention to are a band, I think they're from London, they're from down south anyway, they're called Kairos, K-Y-R-O-S. Okay. And if you go onto YouTube and have a look at their lockdown videos, there's seven of them. They're the most amazing musicians, the attention to detail and how they, they obviously know about technology and how to do it. Really? Uh, if you watch it, it'll put you off ever trying it because you think I'll, I, I won't. Let, I, I looked at it and I thought, well, I looked at it, Tracy, and I thought yeah. I will never live long yeah. enough to learn how to do that. Well, you it, know, it's absolutely phenomenal, and I don't think they could have done any better playing live. Yeah, of course. But you know what? This is what it's about as well because um, I understand that when you do these things, you get to a point. The, the really technical stuff that really isn't sense. You get to mm. a point where one has not got to be afraid to ask for help. Doing this podcast, I say, you'll get to a point where you have to have, you have to ask for help because you simply won't be able to do the workload because it's not doing the, show, the shows are the fun part. That's the this is mm. the lovely bit, you know, because I get to connect and chat and talk with you and find out what's going on. I go into mm-hmm. a little piece of your life and that's lovely, but it's all the stuff that we talked about earlier that, you know, that is hard and finding just not just, you know, cause I don't like particularly learning online because mm. even though it's really good what you can Google and you can get some really good help, but sometimes the very questions that you need to ask are just not there or something's just not explained. Mm. And it's really hard mm-hmm. work going around in circles, especially as you said before, when you've never really done this and you're not exactly young, like a sponge, you're kind of like <laughs> A bit more cranky and tired for the all. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We're, we're too wise, aren't we? 
these youngsters have got more patience than us. <laughs> exactly. And they do ask for they do ask for help. They put Facebook statuses, and I've seen one this morning from Matt Jones yeah. from Swiss Illusion asking for help, and he's probably got it by now, yeah. and he'll work it out himself. But he's got he's got 30, 40, 50 years to do it. We haven't. Yeah. I, I've been on I've been on social media for six, seven years. That's yeah. it. So <laughs> myself basically, or ask people. Uh, I've winged it basically. Yeah. But. Uh, these twenty-somethings, they've they've had it virtually all their life. Yeah, that's it. They've grown up with it. It's, it, it's you know, so they've got a certain second nature to it before they even start yeah. to yeah. try and learn new stuff. So they they, have, they do have an advantage to people my age. We're wonderful. We're beautiful people. <laughs> oh, oh, well, well, this has been really great, and and it's really great that you've come on and shared such honesty. And, you know, people mm-hmm. need that out there as well. It's really important to not avoid what's actually happening. And we've been in there, haven't we? And um, said yeah, things that yeah. not everybody may like, but that's fine. That's absolutely fine. And, and Dave, is there anything that you want to promote at all? Anything else that you can think that you could tell to people that they should have a listen to? Anything that comes to mind or? Well, like I said to you, uh, we'll be here all day. But the uh, thing I would like to promote is the Twisted Illusion trilogy, which is due for release next year. Now, we've crowdfunded these albums through our official fan page. So people who've contributed to the making of the album, they've got copies of the CDs already, but they're being released next year. Uh, I believe Matt is making a music video for every song on all three CDs. So uh, he has a Patreon page you can sign up to for as little as a, a dollar a month. He's so prolific that he deserves a bit more success than he's getting at the moment. And I would uh, I would particularly direct them towards the SwissIllusion.bandcamp.com page because he's, he's producing phenomenal albums every month for the next three months and he's for the past three months. And you can buy them digitally and it'll help uh, a real deserving artist. And also... Like you said, Kane, they're my favourite band. Yeah. Uh, because they're not proud, I've not been able to talk about them that much on here. They they don't know how much they've helped me through this uh, last okay. 201 days. And, and lots of other musicians as well, including yourself, watching your stuff, listening to your albums. The Queen of Prog. <laughs> I was called that a few times. It was written down. Uh, so I, I it's because you are. I claim it. Or they're probably <laughs> the old Queen of Prog. I think there's uh, other uh, younger and newer people that have come through. <laughs> Well, we've got big shoes to fill, Trace. What you've just said just now is really good because in this extreme times that we're in, there is always and always will be something good that comes out of it. And you've just actually said that. And people are learning things that they would have never learnt before. Once we're back into a normal, they'll also know something else that they wouldn't have known otherwise. That's that's, You've hit the nail on the head again. Uh, I've learned... A lot myself in the, about myself as well. Mm. Even at my age, in this last seven months, uh, I always thought I would handle it, but I didn't think I'd handle it as easily as I have. Well, so uh, yeah, and as you say, things will turn back to normal will, eventually. Actually. They just do, you know. Um, they just do, yeah. and I and I just say, you know, to anybody out there, and I'm sure you feel the same, that has had it really, really super tough. I bet if you think of something you really think of something, you'll find that glimmer of light. And it'll just put a smile on your face, whoever you are, doesn't it? Look for the positive in everything. 
Yeah, there is. Even in the things, there's always the best. You know, when there's dark, yeah. there will be light. I hope people start coming out. Yeah. Because, you know, you go to these gigs and there's 30, 40, 50 people there in a venue that holds over 100 or 200. Yeah. And uh, I hope they've missed it so much that they all come out en masse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, Dave, look, I'm so delighted that I finally met you. And um, I want mm-hmm. to thank you for being a fan of the music and supporting in the way that yeah. you are with all what we've just talked about. Thank you for supporting mm-hmm. myself as well. And I honestly thank you for being a fan of this show. And uh, let's keep it going. And um, Yeah, definitely. Thanks for asking me to come on. You're very, very welcome. And I'm sure you'll um, keep in contact with me if things start to happen and work. And Always, yeah, yeah. Anything that's happening, please let me know because we can sort of I will get do. out there, you know. And, yeah, I've got to check out these bands, haven't I, and see... Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My inbox is always open if you need to ask me anything as well, Trace. Thank you. Much appreciated. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dave saying goodbye to you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for that. You have been listening to Dave Green. And um, that was great. That was just touching on all sorts of things. Wonderful things, difficult things. And that is what life is. That was just absolutely great. Dave just shared his heart there. And what's going on over there for him in Manchester, in England, in the UK. And I hope you've enjoyed the show from the point of view that there's nothing better than honesty from a person. And even if we have all our different points of views, and that's that's fine, that's good. And like I said, if you want to send an email in, please do to Tracy Hitchens Music at gmail.com. And you can ask or say anything, and that's fine. Thank you for joining us. You've been terrific for supporting. And it's over and out from Tracy's Prog World. Yeah. It's just that I'd rather things didn't come all at once. Yeah. Like this morning, I got up on the fridge and defrosted and died after 22 years. <laughs> my my years. second fridge, which <laughs> 22 years, I use, it, I use it to keep beer in. And all my beer has gone warm now. I've had to buy a new fridge online this morning at 7am. Oh, right.